Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Wednesday, May 8th, May 8th, 2019. And welcome to episode number, yes, indeed, as, as we've heard JD say pretty much all week long, 666, yes, of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. As we get set, of course, to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. First, we'll start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Joining us from the talk show chat box, bringing us tonight's wrestling history and birthdays is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also another member of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Before we go any further, let's welcome JD and John to what should be a 100% USDA choice explosive and... Um, <clears throat> Uh, 100% high-quality dynamic, episode 666, 666, 66 times of Revolution. There's definitely going to be a beast out to play tonight, and it's not going to be pretty, let's just say. That's absolutely, J.D. has a very valid point there indeed. And, of course, I will go and let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that tonight's live video feed comes to us from, from of course, a group we haven't really done. Uh, we haven't done much on here for quite a while, but we're going to get back into that habit here hopefully really, really soon. And that is the WWS NXTNG Video Vault, which, of course, where you can find so many great moments, which, of course, just recently I did I did actually post some uh, 
uh, full episodes of WCW, WCW Nitro and Thunder. Also some old WWF stuff from back in the 80s there as well. So be sure to check that out there indeed. Uh, if you care to join us on our live video feed from the video vault tonight, be sure to join us at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS NXT NG United. If you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number is always is 1-605-562-0444. Call ID 138055-POUND, imagine six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening which will include, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we, of course, will be talking about what happened, of course, last night on SmackDown Live, which was kind of, uh, as, uh, as, uh, um, as, uh, of course, J.D. has said, it was not too pretty, and we will, of course, give you more detail inside on that here during our, during our thoughts and opinions on that here in just in just a few moments. And also, of course, we'll have some other wrestling extras and other, some other fun stuff here tonight here to talk about as well. So let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling here on episode 666 of Revolution tonight. As we, of course, start things off, as always, with our wrestling news and news here segments. And here from King Ice to bring that news to us here to the table is, of course, our own Iceman himself, J.D. Jared D. Geralmo. J.D., what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? It was a very interesting night on NXT, however, here in the States, however, as Adam Cole took on Matt Riddle in the main event, however, that saw Matt Riddle pull off the win, however. Raul Mendoza took on Riddick Moss, however, and of course we will also see next week Kushida. In addition to that, Bianca Belair took on Mia Yim, however, believe it or not. Now, a quick side note, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, there could be some tension between the Undisputed Era, possibly. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, Sasha Banks is still sitting at home after trying to quit the WWE last month, and it appears that isn't changing anytime soon. PW Insider reports out while, believe it or not, Banks was listed for the European tour, however, that begins today. She did not travel to Europe with the Raw roster as of today. She was also set to film promotional material for the next WWE 2K video game earlier this week, but there's no word on whether or not that happened or not. She has not appeared for the company since WrestleMania 35. Meanwhile, however, in other news, after winning the SmackDown Tag Team titles last night with Eric Rowan, Daniel Bryan showed his disgust for the leather straps during the photo shoot and said he planned to get eco-friendly straps like when he was WWE Champion. Uh, let's see, however. In addition to that, as we previously reported, WWE is delaying posting their Raw and SmackDown clips to YouTube while the show is still airing on TV, and didn't upload any matches or segments from Raw, however, mind you, into late in the third hour in order to help with the drop-in ratings. They continued this practice with SmackDown, so they didn't stop start uploading matches or segments until the second hour. They often begin to upload clips in the second hour, but the uploads started at a later time than usual this week. The strategy for Twitter did not change how as clips and photos were uploaded, the matches and segments happen on TV. Meanwhile, however, on his latest Truth of Consequences podcast, Vince Russo denied that he tried to book an O.J. Simpson versus Ron Goldman match and said Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard were the ones considering an O.J. angle. Russo was responding to claims by Pritchard on a June 2017 episode of Something to Wrestle With that Russo tried to book a match between Simpson and Goldman, the father of the man who Simpson was tried for murdering alongside Nicole Brown. Pritchard confirmed at the time the match would have involved Simpson being handcuffed and Goldman could choose a weapon to use, including a gun. Highlights in that discussion are below. On Pritchard's claim that Russo uh, claimed that the Russo 
the Russo, the Simpson versus Goldberg match are. That is so untrue. That's the first time I'm ever hearing it. I've never even heard that before because I didn't listen to the show. On Vince McMahon wanting to do an O.J. Simpson angle. I remember this vividly. You know me, bro. When I don't remember it vividly, I watch what I say because I don't want to be wrong. I went to Bruce's home Monday. That's where they used to write the show. That was when I was third wheel. Okay, bro? And Cornette was not there. It was early in the morning. It was just me and Bruce. Bruce told me he had just gone off the phone with Vince and they were seriously concerned in O.J. Simpson angle and Roddy Piper was part of that angle. Bro, keep in mind, the O.J. thing had just happened. He was just found not guilty. I mean, this thing was on fire. On his reaction to the idea, and I remember my knee-jerk reaction to Bruce was like, Bro, like, are you freaking nuts? If O.J. got a payday from the WWE, that, like, that would not look good for the company. I said, Bro, the only way you could ever book that match is if Ron Goldman, Ronald Goldman himself, freaking beat the crap out of O.J. Simpson. That's the only way you could ever get away with booking that match. That was the entire content of that episode, bro. This is the first time I've ever heard anything about a gun. Never even heard that before. But like I said, what I did say was, bro, the only way you could get guys get away with that is that Ronald Goldman himself beat the crap out of O.J. Simpson. Meanwhile, however, in a post on Twitter, Scott Dawson sent out a warning about the revival's recent embarrassments on Raw, saying that the person responsible will regret it. It could be taken as a message to the Usos or WWE after the company said the choice of getting embarrassed was up to them. Dawson said the following, however, mind you. You'll regret this, all this embarrassment. Hashtag FTR. Meanwhile, Lana said that she can help the WWE fix their ratings problem, however, mind you, however, mind you. Hashtag SmackDown Live. Call me when you want ratings, because no one will make hashtag SmackDown Live, hashtag Raw, or hashtag Money in the Bank ladder match, hashtag Ravishing like I can. Meanwhile, the Singh brothers, however, wrote that they were undefeated on 205 Live, and last week's loss to Lucha House Party, quote, did not count, however. Still undefeated, still cares back. The streak continues. Last week didn't count. Hashtag the Singh brothers. And finally, however, Game 7 of the Western Conference, however, playoffs tower between San Jose, however, and also uh, Colorado is just getting underway in San Jose. The winner will face the St. Louis Blues, who last night won in double overtime 2-1 and had a little fun with it, too. After the game last night, which saw Ben Bishop, the Dallas goalie, stop 52 of 54 shots, a St. Louis radio station decided to play the 1982 Gloria from Laura Branigan for 24 hours. It has been going on since then, and it will continue to be played until midnight tonight. And also, in the NBA playoffs, however, the Houston Rockets and the Golden State Warriors go to Game 5 at 10.30 tonight at the Oracle Center in Oakland, as the Rockets hope to explode for their third win in a row and take the lead on the Warriors, while the Golden State Warriors are looking to get back in the fight, however, after losing two in a row in Houston. Meanwhile, the Boston Celtics could be done for the season, however, as they are down by 14 late in the third quarter against the Milwaukee Bucks. They will face the winner of Toronto-Philadelphia, however, and with Boston maybe being eliminated, there has been discussion that Kyrie Irving could be playing his last game as a Laker, excuse me, as a Celtic tonight, but there has been discussion that the Lakers, the Nets, the Celtics, and possibly the Knicks, as well as the Lakers, like I said, the Nets, the Lakers, and the Knicks, as possibly maybe the Celtics and one other team, could be in the chase for Kyrie this summer once free agent hits. And like I said, with the Celtics losing here, they could really have their season come to an end tonight at the hands of Milwaukee. We will keep you up to date with this story. Thank you very much, sir. J.D., of course, J.D., along with King and W.O.G.R.T. Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring in all the news that's fit to print here on the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Let's see what John has on hand here with our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, May the 8th. 
31 years ago today, which was put it at 1988. And uh, WCCW presented the fifth Von Erich Memorial Parade of Champions from Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas. About 7,000 fans were in attendance. It would be the last edition of the event as, as by the next year, the promotion originally known as WCCW would merge with the CWA to form the USWA. It would be the last edition of the event as by the next year, the well, of course, I just now, I just now uh, just said that John actually just typed it up here twice, apparently. Kerry uh, Von Erich defeated Iceman Parsons to win the WCWA World Heavyweight title, uh, which was, of course, one of the main matches, of course, from that event. 19 years ago today, uh, put it the year 2000, on Raw's War from Uniondale, New York, Chris Jericho had an eager uh, test to follow as he defended the Intercontinental Championship not once but twice, or not twice but three times. The first was against Kurt Angle, in which Jericho successfully retained. The other was against the Big Show, in which Jericho successfully retained by countout. But in the main event, Jericho dropped the IC title to Chris Benoit, and it's the first time that the Intercontinental title was defended in the main event since December of 1997, when The Rock took on Stone Cold Steve Austin. That same night on Monday Nitro from St. Louis, Missouri, Miss Elizabeth finally makes her in-ring debut by defeating Daphne by DQ in just 38 seconds. The next night, Elizabeth gets her only pinfall win, defeating Rhonda Singh, who we remember as Bertha Fay in WWF at the time. 17 years ago today, put it at 2002, Demand and J Sports and Entertainment announced a joint venture for a new wrestling promotion, uh, NWA's top affiliate, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, of course, as we know it now as Impact Wrestling. That same day, WWE released Kurt Henning after his second run in the WWE. Henning had recently returned to the WWE in the 2002 Royal Rumble match, but continued to lose way too many matches on TV. Henning, along with Scott Hall, was the second man fired as Henning was involved in a fight with Brock Lesnar as the two came close to an airplane door. Of course, you remember the plane ride from hell. We talked about it a couple of days ago. Lesnar stayed in WWE because the company was playing a big push for him while Henning was released. Henning's first run in the WWE started from 1988 to 1996 when he was not only a two-time Intercontinental Champion, but managed the likes of Ric Flair, Razor Ramon, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and even did guest commentary. Henning returned to wrestling later that year in TNA where he had a series of final bouts until sadly dying at the age of four on February the 10th, 2003. Uh, J.D., this is one you might you might remember this, and so let me go ahead and read this here too. Twelve years ago today, 2007, a SmackDown taping in Pittsburgh, of course, J.D.'s in Fonzie's hometown. The Undertaker and Batista fought to a no contest in a steel cage match as both men went to a draw for the World Heavyweight title, with both men escaping from the cage. However, in a draw or a tie, the champion would retain his title, so that meant Undertaker was still world champion. But as Taker got to his feet, Mark Henry came out to attack Undertaker and left him a bloody, broken mess. This was Mark Henry's first appearance since the summer of 2006 when he suffered an injury. This opened the door for new Money in the Bank winner Edge to cash in his briefcase after he had won it for Mr. Kennedy. After sparing the Undertaker twice, Kennedy! Edge, that's it. After sparing the Undertaker twice, Kennedy! Edge, and that too. Uh, after sparing the Undertaker twice, Edge would win the World Heavyweight title. 82 seconds is Edge's third world title reign. And the first time Edge held the world heavyweight title, 
and also the first man to cash in his money to bank briefcase twice. Edge did it in 2006. That record would be broken as CM Punk won both money to bank matches in 2008 and 2009 and cashed in his briefcases twice for winning the World Heavyweight title. After the match, similar to December 7, 1996, the Undertaker was carried out of the ring by eight Druids. It was a write-off as he suffered a torn biceps about a week before. This, this would be Undertaker's final appearance until Unforgiven 2007 by getting his revenge on Mark Henry and resuming his feud with Batista, who was now back as world champion, and also feuding with Edge again by defeating him to win the world title at WrestleMania 24. Eleven years ago today, put at 2008, Tori Wilson is released from her contract the release comes a month just after Tori announces her retirement on MySpace after two back surgeries. The surgeon stated that she would never wrestle again. Tori had been sidelined since November 2007 to undergo physical therapy on her back. Tori joined the WWF in June of 2001 during the invasion era and was not among the two dozen contracts bought out by the company. She was actually released by WCW in December of 2000. But she would be one of WWE's most popular performers and longest tenured former WCW talents. In her post-retirement, she returned to the ring on April 5th, 2009 in the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal match, finished second on the NBC reality competition, I'm a Celebrity, uh, Get Me Out of Here, and also dated baseball player Alice Rodriguez. The two appeared together in 2012 at WrestleMania 28. Tori would return to the WWE in 2018, making a few appearances, uh, wrestling a few matches, the first ever uh, women's Royal Rumble match, and also two Battle Royal matches as well. And of course, also just this year, she was inducted into, of course, a month ago into the 2019 WWE Hall of Fame. <clears throat> uh, today, we have some, we got a couple of birthdays to talk about here as well. First off, today is a happy 58th birthday to Akira Tao, T-A-U-E, I guess that's how you pronounce that. And also happy 34th birthday to one-time former NXT champion and one-time former NXT tag team champion. And hopefully should be getting back in the ring soon. Tommaso they Chiappa. say possibly this fall, maybe sometime in October or November, depending on how he's doing. But he's got, a, they said nine months, but he could be back maybe before the summer's out or maybe possibly maybe this fall. You never know. Absolutely. So we'll have to... We'll hopefully he's seeing him back in the room. Hopefully he'll be on the main roster sometime soon. I hope so. And also happy 29th birthday to Iro Shirai. So happy birthday to Akira Tawi, uh, Tommaso Chiapa, and Iro Shirai here today. And so thank you. And that, Jonathan, that is it for the history of birthdays here for, for today. <clears throat> so, uh, JD, uh, John, thank you very much for the rest of history and birthdays. And also, JD, thank you very much here for the news and views here for tonight. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and br- let's go ahead and bring you. We're going to turn that down here so I can talk. Uh, let me just bring you this one more time. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six 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 of Revolution, of course, for Wednesday, May eighth, two thousand and nineteen. Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared Duralamo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, and so, and of course, checking in our live our live video feed from the video vault tonight. I do see one of our good friends here, and JD, if you don't mind giving a quick plug out to our good friend, the GM of Heaven Wrestling Federation, and also some of his own groups as well as his own podcast here on Facebook, 
And, yes, uh, the Captain Corners yeah. podcast, Captain Dave Spieler of the Heaven Wrestling Federation, Paige Hart, of the Captain Corners podcast. For all your independent uh, wrestling needs, uh, Combat Zone Wrestling and any other uh, independent wrestling needs, uh, check out the Captain Corners podcast for sure, how I tell them J.D. the Iceman sent you. Absolutely. We can. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and see what we have on hand right here. Uh, John's got his uh, thoughts and opinions up here for, of course, last night's SmackDown. Let's go ahead and bring him here to you. Okay, on to his SmackDown review. The wild card rule continues again this time with AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, The Miz, and others invading SmackDown. But we didn't get to see Roman Reigns, Elias, Aleister Black in the UK. Hmm. <clears throat> but they are all, but they are all in the United Kingdom. Live event shows. Okay. Josh said one thing that got him was Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan being crowned new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. What's Daniel going to do? Make the same belt he used for the WWE title. And John says he hoped not, but John, unfortunately, as JD did report, that's what he's going to do apparently. Which apparently, which I think he wants to. I think he needs a he needs a brand new high, if you know what I mean. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of the WWE title match. Triple threat match, Sami Zayn versus AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston with the match of the night on SmackDown. John believes it's the first time Zayn got a WWE title match because he was in NXT title matches before, but never a WWE title match. And, wait, and, and John says, I think he got one. It was a 2016 Royal Rumble match. Okay. Daniel Bryan on Raw the WrestleMania rematch. Kofi finds way to defy the odds and defeats AJ and Sami Zayn to retain the WWE title and possibly a great triple threat match. So that's the second title defense Kofi's had has made this week. John's trying to see if the WWE title was defended twice on Raw and that at the same time. John believes the last time that was that happened was in 2004 when Eddie Guerrero defended it. So John said, yes, he was right. Uh, but Guerrero defending the title twice on Raw and SmackDown. Before SmackDown, he defended it against Triple H, and then after, and then, then afterwards, he defended it against Booker T. Hmm. So Kofi defended the belt that same week on Raw and SmackDown, similar to what Eddie Guerrero did in 2004. So there you go. But still a disastrous show, nothing short of disastrous again. And John is going to be very interested to see what you have to say here in just a minute, JD. So make sure whatever you got to say, make sure it's good. And I'm sure it will be. But all the but all this continues to be Vince's out of touch scheme. He doesn't realize what will happen when AEW buries the WWE to the ground and every superstar that he took out of WWE is going to laugh at his in his face when the company goes down and say, I told you so. That John has it for his rant. And John keeps wanting to talk to wanting us to do the thing from a fish called Wanda for Vince McMahon. And JD, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh, and we'll, 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 we'll play that here. Why don't we play now before I go into my rant? Well, uh, well, if you give me just a moment here, uh, let me finish what he had to say, and then I will pull it up and let me play it. Uh, and of course, what was John? What John was talking about in, from your stories, JD? Uh, John did say that it would not work between OJ Simpson and Ron Goldman in the WWE. In real life, sure, but WWE, no. John said that he believed the only way they could have done it was Simpson versus Roddy Piper at WrestleMania 12. If John broke that storyline, he would have kept Piper as president. But Piper would blast OJ, and OJ would be upset. His representative would come out, and then we would see OJ and Piper face to face at the next pay per view, and then let the two square off at WrestleMania 12 in that backlight one match. 
it would have been brutal. OJ versus Piper WrestleMania 12 would have been interesting. Imagine many people would be watching. Look at the sets would be blown off. And also, um, and of course, talking about your sports stories, JD, John says the Celt- John says he believes the Celtics are good as gone. And just like John says, his Washington Nationals chances of going to the playoffs are good as gone. Uh, by the way, they dragged out the white Bronco story along with Piper chasing Goldust car, a classic similar to what they did with OJ. Uh, and, and yes, and John, I just got through saying everything that you have uh, that you have said. So um, I, I, um, I, I took care of that. Boy, so there you go. And when John, had, when John speaks, before I, but John was talking about ahead, this JD, earlier. Please. This is this is for John. Well, I, I had a different clip in mind, but you know what? That one sounded a lot better than what I would have done. So, very good, J.D. Very good. I like that. <laughs> All right, and J.D., speaking don't of you, you... Don't call me stupid. There you go. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. There you go. That was a classic movie, by the way. Definitely classic. Yes. Uh, now, I think, now, I think J.D.'s itching to I think JD, are you cooled off and are you warmed up? I gotta know this. I'm more than ready. Ooh, uh, that sounds like yeah, that, that sounds like that to me. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's bring it to you. First off, of course, as you know, as as we always know, this is a WWS Radio Network exclusive. Of course, the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo is not afraid to, of course, let his feelings known about everything that goes on on Raw, SmackDown, all the pay-per-views, etc. Of course, after what happened last night on SmackDown, if you thought the big one about Raw this past Monday night was bad, what was big, this one right here is definitely going to take the whole cake, the whole pizza pie, the whole uh, apple and cherry pie, and who knows, maybe it might take JD's girlfriend's pie. Whoop. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking, JD. Oh, I know. It's okay. Offense, okay, but you know what I mean. All right, thank you very much. But anyway, like I said, uh, uh, well, this definitely won't, unlike the Avengers, it definitely won't be the end game, if you will. There you go, nice recovery. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, here is the Ice Band Chair Teacher Rombo with the SmackDown edition of the WWS Ice Break. And I will shut up now. Go, JD, do it. Well, if you thought, however, mind you, what was happening, however, on Raw, however, last night, and uh, yeah, if you thought, however, mind you, however, it was very intense, however, especially after what happened, however, I'm just trying to check something here, so bear with me here, guys, bear with me here. Okay, doesn't have a darn it, about to check this one, I'm done. Anyway, if you thought last night, however, that was something, however, mind you, however, as far as what went down, however, Monday night was interesting, however. That was a very, very interesting show, however. If you thought the raw recap from last night was interesting, no, 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 people. That's just the tip of the iceberg. No pun intended. And if you thought that was something, well, let's tell you how last night's Monday night or Tuesday night SmackDown show went. Yes, folks, we were in Louisville, Kentucky. And the big question was, however, what was going to happen? 
Before we get to that, however, let me just, just check something here. Oh, yeah. The Singh brothers end up winning a quick match. Okay, uh, I'm just looking here. Uh, da, da, da. Okay, there you go. Okay, okay, I'm just checking something. Sorry, but I'm just checking something before we go. Okay. Last night, of course, we were in Louisville, Kentucky, and we did not have a good crowd whatsoever. Of course, who decides to start out the show, however, but the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. But then, who decides to interrupt him, however, but yes, none other than that smelly piece of human crap, however, none other than Mr. Ole 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 himself, Sammy Zane. Of course, AJ said, however, he missed SmackDown Live, however, and of course, he said, however, that tonight, however, he's back on SmackDown, however... And he's here because apparently of the so-called wild card rule. But then Sammy shows up, however, and says, however, that the fans are Kentucky Fried Hillboys, and he couldn't allow AJ Styles and the Toxic Singo to take over the show again. AJ smelled, however, they smelled like a fun congratulated on him on escaping the, dump- the dumpster. But then who shows up, however, to cut off Xavier, however... Or excuse me, AJ and Sammy. Yes, folks, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, however. They said they couldn't have a party on the ring without inviting their boys to New Day. Kofi began to mock AJ with his white guy voice calling SmackDown the house they built and said he didn't live there anymore. Kofi then asked him what he was doing there, and AJ responded, I saw Kofi on Raw wanted to return the favor. Woods then told AJ to check himself before he wrecks himself, and you could tell that there was a little bit of tension right then and there. Kofi went on to say that he was the champ now, but this was his ring now, and asked AJ what he wanted to do about it. Sammy quickly told him to stop, and he said he knew where he, he was going. He scoffed at Kofi, offering AJ a WWE Championship match, and told him the crowd wasn't happy for him. Sammy then claimed he had been hooked by the fans' affection, now he was making mistakes by offering people title matches they didn't deserve. He said that if anyone deserved a title shot, it was him. Yeah, keep telling yourself that, Kofi because he was willing to tell people the truth even when they didn't want to hear it. Kofi was then told him that he smelled like a sock drawer. Kofi said that he proved against Singapore that his title win on Monday night was not a fluke and that he was a fine champion and he would defend against either one of those guys later tonight. So that being said, now we know what tonight's main event is. A triple threat involving Mr. Boom 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 Man himself, Kofi Kingston, however, taking on the phenomenal one, the champion that runs the camp, the face that runs the place, AJ Styles, and of course, Mr. Ole 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 himself, however, none other than little suck-ass Sami Zayn. Then we go, of course, to our first match of the night, however, which is Andrea Cienalmas with Selena Vega, however, mind you, however, taking on, of course, Mustafa Ali, or simply Ali. This wasn't a bad match, but of course, who decides to ruin the moment? Yes, Michelle's favorite person, none other than the man who once again finds a way to Weasel his way into everything and anything, however, none other than the Viper himself, Randy Orton, and deliver a couple cheap shots, however, on both, however, Andrea and also Ollie. So, yeah, let's have, once again, part-time job boy Randy Orton, however, be a little bitch, however, basically, no pun intended, however, by taking a cheap shot on Mustafa Ali and also Andreas Sinalmas, however, mind you. What does that tell you? It seems like Randy is making enemies, however, in somewhat the wrong places by laying out these two, and he could be in for a little bit of trouble, however, if he continues to poke the bear that is Andreas Sinalmas and Mustafa Ali. But you know what, though? Here's the thing about that, real quick, however, as far as Randy Orton goes. What have you done in the last little while that deserves you, 
everyone thinks that you should deserve a title opportunity at Money in the Bank. What makes you think you deserve a chance at Money in the Bank? Just because you're a part-timer now, how you don't wrestle that much anymore like you used to, how you think, oh, I should have my head up Vince's ass a little bit, however, along with Triple H's ass, how, and they'll give me an opportunity because I'm so worthy of it. Yeah, like you really deserve another opportunity to go after the championship, Randy. You've had your chances time and time again. It's time for you to step aside and maybe just hang it up, buddy. Really, seriously. Speaking of which, let's talk about the tag team affair that happened next, however. Of course, who comes out, but speaking of assholes, however, but none other than the Silver Spoon Boy himself. Yes, folks, the so-called best in the world, none other than that slimebag himself, snake-ass Shane McMahon. And what does Shane do, however? Shane, of course, once again decides to show his true colors here by announcing, however, that tonight, however, they will be crowning new tag team champions, however, as far as that goes. But what happens, however? Oh, yeah, the Usos decide to come out, however, and cut off Shane O'Mac, however, mind you, however, and tell him what they think of him, which was good to see. But then who shows up? Oh, yes, None other than the planet's so-called former champion, Howard, Goat Boy himself, dickbag, douchebag, little baby boy himself, Daniel Goat Boy Bryan, and his little bodyguard, if you will, however, the so-called Duck Dynasty guy himself, Howard, bald-headed, red-beard himself, Eric Rancid Rowan, Howard. And as a result, we have a tag team match to decide who will be, however, mind you, however the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, as it is Goat Boy and his bodyguard taking on Jimmy and Jey Uso. What happens? Oh, yeah, let's give Goat Boy and his little boyfriend his bodyguard, however, a guy who can't wrestle, let alone talk in the ring, however, and the freaking bald-headed, red-beard, however, assistant of uh, little baby boy Daniel Douchebag Crybaby Pitch Boy Brian, however, win the tag team titles and defeat Jimmy and Jey Uso. Yeah, let's give them a chance, Howard. To, to, let's give them a chance to hold on to those titles, Howard, now and find a way to make the SmackDown tag team division even more of a cluster mess that it is already. Speaking of which, Howard, afterwards, Howard, Shane then t- decides to instigate the crowd even more, however, after presenting Rome with the titles, however, mind you, that he wanted to leave Louisville as soon as possible and had to get out some information. He also realized how he was ready to say something else, but then who shows up, Howard, but the A-lister himself. Yes, Michelle's favorite, if you will, Howard the Miz. And what happens? Shane runs like a little bitch, as he normally does, Howard. But unfortunately, Howard, he has to have his little boyfriends, Howard, the B-sucky team of douchebag Curtis Axel, the Will Farrell of the WWE and his boyfriend, the Chris Kattan of the WWE, Bo D-Bag Dallas, Howard, and of course his boyfriend, Curtis Arrogant Axel, Howard, do his dirty work from because he didn't stay in the ring, couldn't face the Miz like a man. Once again, it obviously shows how much of a little pussy he really is and how much of a real little girl he is because obviously he doesn't have a little Shane McMahon, McMahon family. Remember, he has a tiny little vagina because that's all he is, is a little girl running like a little bitch. And come Helen, oh, excuse me, come money in the bank, Shane, there'll be no reason to run. There'll be no reason to hide. You're just going to get your ass pummeled time and time again right there in your own home city, however, near your home area, however, in front of your daddy, your mommy, and your wife and kids, however. And then you can go cry to your daddy and mommy and say, Mommy, Daddy, the miss beat me up. Maybe I should have shut my mouth when I should have, however, instead of acting like an arrogant dick that I am, however. 
Well, guess what, Shane? As they always say, turnabout's fair play. You thought you had the last laugh at WrestleMania by continuing to poke the bear that is the Miz and laugh about the Miz's misfortune and his dad, Howard, and embarrass the Miz's family. Well, guess what, Howard? It's going to be turnabout is fair play come Money in the Bank when the Miz kicks your sorry little bony ass all over the XL Center and gives you a nice little boot mark, not only in the face, Howard, and also in the keister, Howard, but he's also going to lay so many welts on you, Howard. You're going to be basically sprawled out on I-95, Howard, wishing that you never, ever, ever found a way to cross the A-lister. And you can still say, oh, you're the best in the world, you're the best in the world. You know, you'll be not saying that, Shane. You'll be saying, I'm sucking soup from a straw and having things stuck up my ass because I want to be so black and blue when the Miz kicks my sorry ass at money in the bank. I wish I didn't start this whole war. So guess what, Shane? Payback's come for you, little bitch. Payback's a-coming. Speaking of which, let's talk about another thing I want to really bitch about here. The women's match. Yes, folks, the Jersey Shore whore wannabe Carmella teaming up with the war goddess Ember Moon taking on... Sonia and Mandy, the fake-looking blonde bimbo bitch that is Mandy Rose Howard and her good friend Sonia Deville, who right now should be, as I've said for weeks on end, should have gotten an opportunity to compete in the Money in the Bank match. But no, what happens? Mandy decides to be a glorified little blonde-ass bimbo hog, a la X Alexa Bliss, however, if you will, and steals Sonia's opportunity away from her. Where's Ruby Wright? Where's Sarah Logan and all this? Oh, that's right. They've been pushed off to the side, too, Howard. Where was our freaking little crybaby baby girl, Bailey? Where was Queen Charlotte Flair last night? This was supposed to be a six-person match, right? No, apparently they decided to change it at the last minute and turn it into a four-person tag rather than a six-person tag. And what did they do? They went back to what they did before, however, and that is have a quick, easy-peasy, lame-ass tag team match that didn't even last two stinking minutes. Two stinking minutes. Whose fault was that last night, Howard, who did that and maybe thought of that idea? Let me think about that for a minute. Hmm. Well, if it wasn't Road Dog, let me think who could have it been. Oh, let me think. Let's think about who's writing SmackDown. Oh, yeah! The so-called chosen one, Mr. Slapnuts Hall of Famer himself, the guy who basically is choking on Vince's nuts, however, more than anything, and found a way to kiss his ass along with Vince Russo back in the day. Yeah, I'm talking about Jeff Jarrett and his stupid little writing team of Sanjay Dutt and Dana Warrior and the rest of the whole writing staff that is the WWE SmackDown roster, including that little pipsqueak, Dave Kapoor, a.k.a. Runjit Singh, the great colleagues manager. Yeah, that's a great message to send to your women in there. After the women have been busting their ass time and again over the last year to year and a half, almost two years, you find a way to go back to making this a lame-ass less than five-minute match by having four people, two people who should be uh, considered one of them favorite into the Money in the Bank match, one who should already be in the Money in the Bank match but is not in the match because her stupid blonde-ass bimbo friend Howard stole her spot Howard and wrestled a two-minute match. Yeah, great idea. Great idea. But then after what happens, oh yes, the Wednesday Adams wannabe, however, of the WWE page comes out with her two new friends, Howard, the Empress, Asuka, and Pirate Girl, Kari Sane, Howard, call themselves the Pirate Girls, Howard. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's name these two girls the Pirate Girls. I'm sure fans are going to love this, however, and really cheer for this. It's like they're cheering for the Bray Wyatt thing. But then, of course, Howard, what happens, Howard? She says that next week, Howard, they're going to start ripping through the women's tag division and find a way to take off the titles of the so-called 
Romy and Michelle of the WWE, who were not even on the show last night whatsoever, but rather were in the back all night, however, let's think they were on Raw Monday night, because they didn't bring them to television at all and have them compete in a match this week. And who am I talking about? Oh yeah, the so-called Romy White and the Michelle Weinberger of the WWE, the stupid kangaroo that is Billy... Total uh, Bimbo K and her little bestie, if you will, Piss Ann Pinoy's Mrs. Soon-to-be Ty Dillinger. Yeah, let's have the stupid Iconics stay in the back, Howard, and not be a bunch of uh, champions that they really are by coming out there and defending the belts this week. Oh, wait a minute. What am I saying? Payne Royce did come out this week, and she found a way to basically bury Nikki Cross, however, by beating her because she probably had to have help through her new best, her good friend and bestie, if you will, that little pissant, Beverly Kangaroo K. Yeah, let's find a way to continue to slap the women's tag team division, however, around by not having the Iconics defend the belts in either show this week and just bury everyone in the process. Yeah, that's a great idea, and she continues to show how much of an arrogant, racist piece of crap that you really are by having no champions on your show this week at all as far as the women go and also doing a stupid two-minute blame-ass match like this. But then what happens after this, however? Oh, yes. Matt Hardy's talking in the back with Caleb Braxton and talks about Jeff's surgery. Who decides to interrupt him? Oh, yeah, the so-called wannabe, however, of the WWE, the Rick James of the WWE, who should be basically looking for a new job somewhere else, however, in wrestling, however, whether it be as a trainer or whether it's just getting out of wrestling all in general. Yes, the man who I cannot stand more than life itself, however. Yes, folks, the man he thinks he's always good, however, because of his little friend, little Jimmy. Yes, folks, I'm talking about our sucks himself, our truth. And the truth is, our truth, you plain out suck. Thank God, however, and I'm saying this for once, however, thank God Laura Sullivan came in and beat the holy bejesus out of him, however, once again, and left him late. Unfortunately, he got his uh, uh, cheap shot in on Matt Hardy. So the question is this, as I said before about Laura Sullivan last night, and I've been saying this for the last couple weeks. Who can stop this guy? Who's one guy that can right now take care of this guy and chop him down and knock this guy off his feet? Because right now it seems like there's no one going to stop this guy anytime soon. I mean, so here's the memo about that. R-Truth, Matt Hardy, you guys have had fine careers over the years, however. But I think it's time for you to just step aside and let the younger generation step up. Maybe you should just go and just announce your retirement right now. Because if you don't, however, you're going to continue to get knocked over on your ass week after week by guys like this, however. And it's not just going to look pretty on you and the fans, and you're going to get tired of it very quickly in general. Speaking of tired in general, let's talk about what they didn't do also last night. Oh, yes. They didn't bring my man, the Dutch Destroyer, to TV this week, except have him cut a promo in the back, however, and say he is struggling for acceptance, and he's also hoping, however, for absolution for his own sins by seeking victory. Now, the question to that is, what does he mean by that, and is he turning heel here? It seems like it is, however, and I can't wait to see what they do with him. I hope they do something right with him, because I am a huge fan of the Dutch Destroyer, Alistair Black, and this guy... Time and time again, however, has been overlooked ever since he came up to the main roster. We saw what he's done in NXT, but what has he done since he got to the main roster other than teaming up with Ricochet or Ricochet? Not a whole hell of a lot. I think right now, if I'm Vince McMahon in his racist dimension mind, however, you better do something right with this guy and find a way to get him involved in a program with somebody big. So I'll tell you right now, if you don't, however, if I'm Alistair Black, I would ask for my release as soon as possible. But I'm hoping, like I said earlier, as I said, folks, I hope they do something right with him. I really do. And I wish him nothing but the best. I hope they do something good with him. We'll have to wait and see what happens. 
And then we go to the main event. Kofi Kingston versus AJ versus Sammy, which was probably the best match of this night of this four-match, two-and-a-half-hour cluster mess show. And what happens? Kofi wins. But unfortunately, who shows up but the birthday boy himself, Kevin Owens, who decides, however, mind you, however, to basically, along with Sami Zayn, continue to beat down the holy bejesus out of Kofi. And considering the fact Kevin Owens decided not to show up, however, on this show until the end, however, considering it was his so-called birthday, which it was, however, they decided, however, to give him the entire night off, however, after, however, just giving him the night off in general. Yeah, Vince, that's a great idea. All these guys are busting their ass, Howard, and trying to make this a half-decent show, and you decide to give an ogre like Kevin Owens, Howard, who has his head up your ass along with your whole family's ass by giving him a night off, Howard, and having Kofi defend the belt against Sammy and AJ. Yeah, that's a great idea, Vince. Let's have a guy, Howard, who might be taking Kofi's belt, Howard, unless he up. Uh, doesn't win the belt at Money in the Bank, Howard. Get the night off, Howard, because obviously he's kissing your ass and basically blowing you in the locker room along with your son, Howard, and everyone else in the locker room doing a circle jerk, including Corey Grace, Howard, basically, by not having the balls to get in the ring and take on anyone, Howard, get in the ring to face anybody tonight because it was his birthday and they decided to make him extra special. Yeah, great idea, Vince, you racist piece of crap. So once again, Howard, SmackDown dropped the ball, Howard, what was the upteen time, however, whatever time it was. I'm not going to say how many times it's been because they continue to drop it every week. So, like I said earlier about Raw last night, however, my Raw recap, I thought SmackDown was going to be a little bit better last this week. Guess what? I was wrong again because, once again, SmackDown shows how bad they really continue to show. Hopefully next week, however, in Europe, they pick it up, however, going into the go-home shows for Money in the Bank, but I don't hold much hope on that. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I give this show a 2, almost a two and a quarter, but really a one and a half to a near one three quarters out of ten. It's hard for me to say what I'm going to give this, but I'm going to give this between a one and a half to a two out of ten. No two words could be spoken here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, was there big, big time, of course, icebreaker, of course, on SmackDown Live as well. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure every Tuesday and every Wednesday, of course, on the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Don't forget always to check out JD's Icebreakers on both Monday Night Raw and Tuesday SmackDown Live. Monday Night's Raw on every Tuesday night on every Tuesday night on Revolution, and about SmackDown every Wednesday night, of course, on Revolution. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, JD will tell you. You won't have to take a guess at whether you whether or not you know JD likes the show or not, because basically, from especially these icebreakers like this right here. You'll definitely know if he enjoyed it or not. So there you go. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you the number one more time: one six zero five five six two zero four four four. All ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode six 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 of Revolution for for Wednesday, May eighth, two thousand and nineteen. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman Jared Girolamo and the Human Superstar John Gross, here with you here tonight. <clears throat> Uh, just a quick reminder, just a quick sum up, of course, what's going to take place here uh, next couple of days here in the radio network. Be sure tomorrow night, don't forget NWO Wolfpack, episode 202, I believe, yes, uh, will be taking place. Our live video feed will be from NWO US Forever for Life. News and views, history, birthdays, and, of course, more wrestling discussions and other fun stuff will take place tomorrow night at 9, of course, 138 pounds don't forget this Friday, of course, Revolution will be back on the air with our, <coughs> excuse me, not that, with our live video feed from ECW 
U.S. This is extreme. So JD will get to go extreme on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> News and views, history and birthdays, and also, of course, uh, uh, more uh, big time discussions and other fun stuff will take place as well. So be sure to join us for that. One three eight zero five five pound this Friday night at nine. Also, don't forget this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, our next edition of WWS Power Hour is, is when we will be reviewing all the shows, what well, took place on all the shows in the radio network this week. <clears throat> Plus, also, Saturday's Wrestling History and Birthdays, and also, of course, uh, also of course, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at, uh, at of course, forlivingmania.com. Be sure to check it out here, of course, <clears throat> this this, of course, uh, for, uh, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock right here on Talk Shoe. Call ID 141-364-POUND. And, of course, don't forget this weekend here, folks. I'll be, I'll be, uh, uh, of course, we're still experimenting, of course, with how we're going to begin with our promotions, whether or not we continue to use the WWS radio promotions, uh, Outlook uh, <clears throat> um, on Talk Shoe, or I continue to use the YouTube video format. I haven't got a whole lot of responses for the YouTube video yet. But hopefully I'll hear, get to hear some stuff here really soon. But anyway, we'll be bringing you, of course, let you know what will be taking place coming up here in the radio network here next week as well, this coming Sunday. So be sure to listen in on that. And we can also, tell you don't forget, ladies. Oh, oh, no, no. I'm, okay, I, I, I understand that. Um, now, this I forgot to also mention this Saturday night. We are hoping to, of course, have our match on Wrestling Championship Challenge that we've been talking about the last two weeks. Of course, between Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, uh, Bobby did issue a challenge for uh, a special challenge match for his Indy U.S. World Heavyweight title. Uh, Michelle has did accept it, of course, uh, a few months ago. Uh, we, are, we are finally hoping to try to get that match going here sometime soon. Uh, both have also agreed, since both are holders of the WWS World Television title, that whoever wins the match would win the Indy U.S. title, since that was the belt that was that the challenge was made for. But whoever did not win that belt would walk also would would walk out of there with the WWS World TV title, so and be the undisputed WWS World Television Champion as well, the sole title holder, if you will. So nobody will go home empty-handed, regardless of that when this match takes place. Just to let y'all know about that. So that one four six five zero seven pound. We hope to have that, of course. Uh, this Saturday night at 9 o'clock, of course, right here on TalkShoot.com. I think J.D. had something he needed to say. Go ahead, J.D., please. Yes, uh, a couple things. First off, in the NBA playoffs tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks were up uh, midway through the fourth quarter by 20, however, 93-73 on Boston. And in hockey, San Jose is up 2-1 to one early in the second against Colorado. But also, this Monday, folks, on Raw Radio, we will have our Money in the Bank predictions. Howard, join John, myself, Fonzie, and, of course, Chad, and us the gang of the panel. We do tough handle with 3 to 4 4 pounds from 3 to 5. And also, folks, this Monday, since Raw will be on a tape delay, Howard, we will update you throughout the afternoon and during the course of the show the spoilers ahead of time, but also 11 o'clock, this Monday night, Howard, as is the case every Monday night, check out John's Thoughts, Howard, on FacebookLive.com. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you all got to look under the GRHS at FacebookLive.com. This Monday, John will have a lot to talk about. I'm sure he'll give you a preview of the NHL Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Howard, as it is down to the Final Four, he will give you his Money in the Bank predictions. He'll give you his thoughts about Raw and also some other stuff going on. Be sure to check that out each and every week, Howard. On FacebookLive.com, the fun begins just after 11 p.m. every Monday night. 
Thank you very much, sure, JD. John did have, of course, a couple more things he wanted to say. Of course, this is something he has continued to mention. Every time we to talk about Raw and SmackDown, I will, I will bring this up again. WWE has lost their flavor, and this is why John's talked about this. Every time we do these reviews, Vince has definitely lost touch with reality, and this is why all the stars, as we mentioned, names right here, CM Punk, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Jack Swagger, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Evan Bourne, Dean Ambrose, Jericho, Goldust, Sasha Banks, Luke Harper, Ty Dillinger, Hideo Itami, and others have left the WWE or are not and are doing fantastic work outside of WWE. Imagine all of them in a battle royal. That would be great. While Vince is trying to go back to his old ways, burying superstars left and right who are rarely on television and, re, and recreating the storylines from WCCW from 87 to 88, WCW from 1999 to 2001, and WWF. From 1997 to 1999, and John says, "Where did he get that?" Of course, WWE Network, because Vince stole all of the wrestling organizations and sold them, so he could just get he, he can get the network. Of course, use the video library. Pretty much is what John is saying. That's why Vince is watching the network because he wants to recreate storylines. Someday, somebody's got to step up to Vince, and maybe now, but Triple H needs to step up to Vince and punch him in the face. Ooh. John getting brutal tonight, guys. Ooh. And John and, and John sitting here to say, Vince, Triple H telling the Vince, your time is up. And John is, has another question here. Uh, and I guess, J.D., I guess I will, I'll pose this question here to you. Will Vince ever let Triple H run the business, or will Triple H is going to have to force him out? What do you think that, about that, J.D.? I mean, they they got to do something. I mean, we'll see what happens this week in London. But like I said, AEW is like 16 days away. The clock is running. However, I mean, you better find a way this weekend during the European tour. You got to fix it because if you don't, you're in big, big trouble heading into Money in the Bank. There you go. Can't put put that better myself. WWE as JD as JD did actually symbolizes. John did also say. WWE better do something because if not, AEW is going to drive them to the ground. And John, John believes that no, that that none of the WWE superstars will attend Vince McMahon's funeral. Ooh, ooh, ooh. okay, yeah, uh, I would agree. I would, and John, I definitely agree with that here as well. Uh, while we got a couple minutes here, folks, let me go ahead and give you, a quick, of course, my quick plug. Uh, <clears throat> um, Right fast, of course. Uh, of course, if you're the avid eBay shopper in your home, of course, it might be yourself or someone in your family. Be sure to check out, of course, the eBay store, called, of course, called Perpetual Uniquity, which is, of course, internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Where we, of course, have over 300 and almost 330 items, of course, currently posted on there even as we speak. Everything from men's, women's, and children's clothing, classic Hot Wheels cars, to rock and roll mem- memorabilia from Kiss, Journey, and all your other big-time bands from back in the day. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, video games for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. <clears throat> and let me see what else we got there. Oh, yes. Uh, dare I say it? Dare, dare. DVDs, Blu-rays, and HD DVDs, of course, of all genres. Everything from action to comedy to drama to wrestling to even some horror stuff there, folks. And believe me, like I said, there's a real wide animated stuff too. So there's a wide selection of those. So be sure to check out, of course, Perpetual Uniquity at eBay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. 
That's P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. And remember our perpetual uniquity, it is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. Be sure to visit that today. And John says... Oh, and by the way, and by the way, to give you an update, how about Tomaso Chiapa today, he said how our, he got the results for a follow-up x-ray today after two months. Doc said, this doesn't look good. It looks great. Even though he's supposed to be out nine to 12 months, however, we'll see what happens. Also, believe it or not, however, on FITE TV, for two hours, they will have the roast of Ric Flair, believe it or not, which will take place at the StarCast weekend, two weeks from uh, this Friday, however, on the 24th in Las Vegas. Price to $24.95. Also, we understand Mauro Ranulo has signed a new contract, believe it or not. Believe it or not, Howard, who's been with the company since 2015, Howard, so he will continue to be working outside combat sports events, including a report from PWInside.com, and is the lead NXT announcer, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, and Virginia, for that. And here's a good one. You're going to like hearing this one. Of course, uh, we talked about uh, the Andre the Giant DVD, however, believe it or not, however. Uh, believe it or not, however. Coming up in, of course, the Andre the Giant DVD came out last week. This summer, we'll see the release of the DVD release of the May, June, and July papers, Money in the Bank, Stomping Grounds, and Extreme Rules. Well, this summer, however, summer will be rounded out with the release of WWE's upcoming, as of right, untitled show in Jedi, Saudi Arabia, which is June 7th. Of course, TakeOver is June 1st, of course, as we mentioned, of course. This summer, we'll also see the return of the iconic matches series, with sets focusing on female stars Paige and Becky Lynch. In addition, there are two big superstar releases for the quarter. The first tower is titled... The Miz, A-list superstar, to schedules a two-disc DVD release for The Miz. The set will mark the first time WWE has released The Miz DVD despite his 10-plus year WWE career. The second big release, and I think everyone's going to like this one, will be one which falls on from the recent years of unreleased sets, this time looking at the one and only Hall of Famer, the hot Scott himself, Roddy Roddy Piper. This one will once again be a two-disc DVD set. It will be titled Getting Rowdy, the Unreleased Matches of Roddy Piper. So I imagine they'll go back to the Mid-Atlantic. His uh, stuff maybe in Portland, possibly his early WWE stuff, however, and maybe some WCW stuff too. You never know, but we'll definitely keep an eye on that now. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, there, JD. Uh, before we go into any more wrestling talk, ladies and gentlemen, there's something that came over the wire here through, uh, of course, an app that I have for our local TV stations down here in North Carolina. And unfortunately, I hate to bring the mood down. Uh, we're on a roll here, but I hate to bring the mood down, but I've got to mention this very, very disturbing story indeed. Um, uh, this was reported here just before 10 o'clock. Uh, um, of course, this was coming through an affiliate in Charlotte. Of course, it came through, came through to the to the app of the TV, local TV station here. Uh, according to uh, Rowan County Sheriff, um, a Rowan County teen has been found, but sad who was missing has been found. Unfortunately, he was killed. And to make matters worse, and ladies and gentlemen, I, I urge you, if you don't want to hear, hear this part, please cover your ears because he was dismembered. Oh. Unfortunately, I mean, forgive me, guys, but I have to read this story. JD, I'm gonna send it to you. I like for you to post it on a couple of the pages, please. Um, Where? In Ro- uh, huh? Well, I didn't hear you. Where you said? I mean, I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say where it was at. 
in Rowan County, in Rowan County, North Carolina. Uh, the Rowan County Sheriff's Office said a 19-year-old who went missing on Sunday, this was this Sunday the 5th, was murdered and a suspect, but the one side of it was the, the, the person uh, the person uh, that did this actually has been arrested in this team's death, so thank God. WBTV in Charlotte reports that Michael Elijah Early was reported missing after he was last seen May 5th at his home on Sides Road in Salisbury around 10 p.m. Deputies asked for help finding him on Wednesday. Just before 8.30 p.m. tonight, investigators said Early had been killed and dismembered. 19-year-old Carlos Rosas was charged in his death. Arrest warrant said that Rosas attempted to conceal Early's death by dismembering and destroying his remains. Oh, my God. Rosas is charged with murder and destroying remains and concealing death. Investigators have not said how early was killed, and no motive for the crime has been released. Oof. I mean, what a way to try to get rid of the body! Oh man! You know what? No one, know what one name that comes to mind when I hear this. JD, you hmm. agree with me? Jeffrey Dahmer. God, that was yep. disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That, that right. was. That was and that's also John. I'm sending you the story too. Uh, but yeah, JD, if you could post this in a couple of the groups, please. Uh, that way, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely send it to me. Yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it and I'll post it. What do you want to post it? Uh, put it on the cavalcade, put it on, uh, uh, yeah. I get, uh um, um, uh, send it to me now so I can take care of that. I've already yeah, it. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Well. Hold on, I'm just, uh, I just got okay. Just got it now. Okay, I'm just getting it here now. Okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, 19 years old. God. Yeah, his whole life ahead of him. And of course, some of the other things I sent you to get those. Let's see if we get that, some of those others on there. I'll try to get that. that as soon as I can. Okay, all right. Some of them are not as bad, but still, I would like to see that. Anyway, let's try this. Let's try. I apologize for bringing this up and, and, and calming the mood down, but let's get back into some of things here. John is, is asking, of course, going back to the, the, the story that JD brought about the thing with uh, uh, OJ Simpson and all from a long time ago. Uh, but John was talking about, you know, if they could have done this thing for WrestleMania 12 between OJ and Roddy Roddy Piper. And JD, let me ask your opinion. Would, would that have worked? In 1996, I heard that was the actual, the actual footage that they got from whenever they were chasing OJ. Is that right? I think I heard that. Um, I think I think I think that's I think that's right. I'm not sure, but yeah. Uh, let me see here, gentlemen. Uh, let me see what we have on topic. Let me see what else we have. We got about uh, about 40 minutes before we go off the air here. So see if we can find something. See if we can find something else to do right here. Uh, okay. Um, well, I'll tell you what, we got, we got about four, a little over 40 minutes. How about, <clears throat> how about we do, 
of course, uh, just between you, JD, you, John, and me, uh, how about we do you do some, and I'll make up some fantasy matchups using our using the superstars y'all chosen from the superstar shakeup. If that's uh, if you would like to, uh, uh, JD, are you up for that? You're up for that, there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John, are you up for that? Okay. All right, JD, I'll start with you. And your first match is, and by the way, you will get the match. You will get, you will get to determine what type of match it will be, depending upon who is who is going against who. If you know, um, you know, you know, like we did before, like, like we did it before, right here. Uh, let's see. Um. Hmm. Hold on. Okay, JD, what type of match would you would you, would you make for these two competitors, Rob Van Dam versus Nick Bockwinkel? Ooh, submission. Okay, tell, tell, please go ahead. Let's, let's hear your thoughts here. And I think it's going to be Bockwinkel. Okay, John RV. Uh, submission match according to JD, of course, Art Rob Van Dam versus Nick Bachman. John's going with Bachwinkle, and I guess I'll go with I guess I hate to go against RVD, but I guess I'll go with Bachwinkle in this case as well. All right, John, I'll be thinking about what type of match here when I give you the following here. This will be okay. Oh, this ought to be a good one. Um John, your match will be Dusty Rhodes versus Yokozuna. What type of match will this be, in your opinion, John? By the way, I don't know if you guys heard, Jerry Lynn is now all elite. He has joined the company as coach. Okay, so Jerry Lynn, another another wrestling superstar, ladies and gentlemen, joining AEW. As Jay just reported, Jerry Lynn, of course, we he wrestled, of course, in uh, I do believe, for the most part, ECW. Allen WCW in the new effing uh, show in ECW. Okay. okay. All right. And John says it's going to be a regular one-on-one matchup here. John says he hates to say this, but the American dream goes bonsai. All right, J.D., Dusty Rhodes versus Yokozuna, just a regular one-on-one match. Ah. Uh... I hate to say this, but you know what? How it's going to be. However, Dusty, I think Dusty's in for a little bit of. It's going to be in for a rude awakening. I think. Yeah. Believe it or not, I can't believe JD and John. You're going to get the American dream, baby. I can't believe you. I thought you were going to hear my wrong. And, and I'm, I'm going to have to the bionic elbow right one more time. And just like I did my talk to my sons Cody and Dusty, and because they're the fruit of my loins. By the way, I want you to go find me, JD. I want you to go find me the MLD. If you have not the Sapphire, got rest of soul. Oh my! <laughs> did, I, did I tell y'all that I did that on the panel chat box not too long ago? Someone yeah, said I, did. and someone told me that I, that I actually sounded like Dusty Rhodes. I'm not kidding. I would let me tell you something. This is going to be, and I was thinking about this the other day. Y'all call me crazy. Because I've said a lot of crazy things, y'all know, on on this show and everything else. I would like for somebody to send Cody and Dustin 
a voice clip of me doing their father. I would, I would love to get a response back to them and see what they say. I would love to hear what they had to say. Seriously, I would. I would love to see what. Uh, okay. I mean, seriously, if if someone if someone does that, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear okay. the story. If somebody finds, if someone sends a video clip of me doing a Dusty Rhodes impression to Cody and or Dustin Rhodes, we'll I, would, that. I would love to hear it from them and say, wait a minute, that sounds that sounds sound like our day. No, it's some guy in North Carolina doing it on his podcast. <laughs> that's all. Those, that's what somebody will tell me. I said, oh, oh boy, that, that, but that'd be great if that was to happen. That would be cool that was that. All right. My matchup will be, uh, you know what? I'm on, This is going to be a long shot here. I'm going to say Jimmy Snuka versus Buff Bagwell. Hmm. I'm going to say this is – a uh, two out of three falls, and I will go. And I will go. And I will go ahead and say, two to one, Snooker wins. There you go, JD. What do you think? I think it's going to be three to two, and I think Snooker does win. Well, it's two out of three falls. So, so are you? So you're saying, saying Snooker would win yeah. all three times? Yeah. Okay. And, and John is also saying Snooker would win 3 nothing as well. Good points there, guys. All right. All right, we'll go back around here again. J.D., we'll go back to you here. Let me see what we have here on tap. Uh, now, I don't think these two guys wrestled each other back in the day. And, J.D., be thinking very, very hard about what type of match you will put these two guys in. So this would be very, This would be very interesting to see. Hulk Hogan versus Hulk Hogan versus Magnum PA. I'm gonna say this will be a fight tower. I'm going to let me think. Hogan and Magnum TA would be I can see this one being a uh I said let me think here. Magnum TA would fight I would say, however, in a steel cage. Okay. Well. And I'm going to go with Magnum TA. Okay. All right. Uh, John, uh, steel cage match, Hulk Hogan versus Magnum TA. John's going with Hogan. Well, believe it or not, I'm going to call it a tie, J.D., because like, I think both would escape the cage at the same time. This is my personal opinion. Okay. Uh, John, your your matchup is uh, and be thinking about what type of match you want to make this. Uh, uh, the big boss man versus Apollo Cruz, John, is your mm. match. <laughs> What type of match would you make this?
John says if they make it a regular singles match, and he said the boss man would win it. JD, boss man versus yeah, Apollo. Yeah, boss, boss, boss man wins, yeah. I'll say the boss man, too. Absolutely, no doubt. Okay. This is going to be interesting here. This is going to be a tag team match here now. And it's going to be the Steiner brothers. I'm going to put two singles guys in here as a team. Chris Jericho and Bruno San Martino. <laughs> and you know what? I got to go with Y2J and Bruno. What do you think, J.D.? Steiners versus Jericho and Bruno. J.D. The Steiner brothers versus Jericho and Bruno. I'm going to say Jericho and Bruno. John? John's going with the Steiners. And JD will probably call John a traitor. I bet. I bet. Yeah, go ahead, say, say it, JD. Go ahead and say it. Traitor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we're we're just picking John. We're, we're having fun. Here. Having fun. All right, JD. Your next matchup here is. Uh. Well, well, I don't know if these two guys ever faced each other back in the day either, J.D., but I'm going to give this one a try. Superstar Billy Graham versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What type of match? No, they never did. And and this is going to be an arm wrestling match. Who do you think? And I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Superstars. Most I love Steamboat. I think the Superstars have got just enough, even though... He's a little out there now. We all know what he's been saying as a lady. I'm going to take the superstar in this one. Okay. All right, uh, uh, John, according to J.D., an arm wrestling match between superstar Billy Graham and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. John's going with Steamboat. And I got to say Steamboat, too. I'm a fan of both as well, but I got to say Steamboat. Uh... Hmm. All right, John, your match will be. Mm. You know what, John? Since you made since you made the we're gonna make yours a tag team match here too, but you can still make it any type of match you wish. It'll be the team of Kevin and Kerry Von Eric versus the Dudley Boys. What type of match will it be? That's going to be a good one. John said it will be a tornado tag tables street fight match. Say that three times fast. John, who will win? The Von Erics or the Dudleys? And John said it will be held at the Cotton Bowl. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. I like that Oh, yes. And by the way, speaking of WCCW tonight, you got the Gino Hernandez story on Dark Side of the Ring. Next week is the Fabulous Moolah finale, and they're talking about doing it for another, bringing back for a second, but they're not sure which ones this time. But uh, next week will be the Fabulous Moolah story. This week is Gino Hernandez. Last week was the Von Eric one. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. John said this will be a bloody, brutal match, but the Dudleys are 
coming away with the victory by 3D and carry Von Eric to the table. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, John's being brutal tonight. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, he is. What do you think? Uh, Tornado tag table street fight. I'm taking, I'm taking the Von Eric boys, however, basically. At the combo, you can't go wrong with them at home. I'm going to take the Von Eric boys. I mean, I love both teams, but I'm definitely going to go with uh, the Von Eric guys at home. And I got to say them. I got to say. I got to say them both. As well. I got to say the Von Erics as well. Have you seen on YouTube the old pizza? Was a Pizza Inn commercial with Von Erics? You see that old? Oh commercial? yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got the commercial ad here. Hold on. Uh, pizza in commercial. Yes. Right yeah, I, I, hold on, I found it. Here it is. But I taught them about eating. So he brought us to Pizza Inn's All You Can Eat Buffet. You get hot, fresh pizza, thin crust or pan. Plus, there's plenty of spaghetti, garlic toast, and a salad bar. All for a super low price. That's what I'm paying today. Kev, let me pay. I'll pay for this one. You two pay for the pizza to go. Pizza, pizza to go? go? I thought you were full. I love that commercial. That was that was a great. That's a classic. That's a classic. That's going in the library. It, I think I got it in there. I think it's in the vault somewhere. If you don't, I'll put it in now. Uh, uh, go ahead and scan the vault for me and and see if it's in there. If it's not, go ahead and put it in there. I'm sure I put it in there. You can check it later. You can check it with us. Okay. Okay. All right. My mat. That next matchup here is. Ooh. Uh, family versus family, guys. Okay. Oh, that's Jerry Lawler versus the Honky Talk Man. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that'll be a regular singles matchup here. I'm gonna say. I gotta say, Honky Talk Man. Hall of Fame, of course. J.D. Lawler I'm versus Hunter. I'm going to say it will be the king here. Oh, John says no. Okay, John, I'll, I'll change my mind. I'm now making it a guitar on a pole match. All right, there you go. I did. There you go. I was thinking yep. that too. Okay, and who'd you go with? Who'd you go? Who'd you, who'd you go with? Uh, J.D. Uh, king. Going with the king, has your has your mind changed on that? No. Has your mind, okay, all right. I'm on, guys. I hate to do that, do this to you. John's also saying Jerry Lawler. I hate to do it to you. I'm a fan of both, but I gotta go with Honky Tonk. Gotta go with the Honky Tonk because you know what? Just like the Honky Tonk Man, and y'all can agree with me or not, yeah, it's y'all's choice. But Mr. Yeah. WWS is yeah. also cool, cocky, and bad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, hmm. Let's let's do a ladies match for you, JD. Uh, all right. All right. Nikki Cross versus Beulah McGillica. This one will be first blood. Okay. I'm gonna say Beulah. I'll say Beulah. Okay. John Nikki Cross versus Beulah McGillicuddy first blood match. The women get cut open. Ooh, nasty. John's also going with Beulah. And you know what? Beulah. Beulah. I'm sorry. That was the old Paris. 
That was an old Ferris Bueller tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had to try it once in a while. Okay. Uh, let's see. Mm. John, your match is Harley Race versus Johnny Gargano. What's the name of your type of match? And John says it'll be for Gargano's NXT title and John And John says it will be it will be Gargano Gargano winning it. Uh uh, JD um, Harley Race versus Johnny Gargano NXT title match. I am going to say draw because both are good. Okay, and Johnson would also be for well, Harley Race. Be facing Cole again here in a few weeks. We understand for the NXT title. And also, John says it would also be for Harley Race's uh, crown. Because remember, he was also King Harley Race. So. Uh, so, and John says Gargano wins, and you're saying the same thing there? Uh, oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Gargano, too. And guys, I'm sending y'all something else. Y'all got to look at this. This is, this is a very pleasant video I just found. So, definitely take a look at that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me see here. My next matchup here will be, uh, let's see. Let's see. Hmm. This one will be a ladder match. And what will be at stake? A money in the bank briefcase. How about that? We'll do it that way. Okay. Uh, it may only be against two people, though. Okay. It's a two-person match. Okay. Christian versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Ooh, good match here. Uh, I got to say Rick Rude wins this when he gets the briefcase. JD, what do you think? I think that'll be a good match, Harley, there. And I'm going to take, uh, who's it? Rick Rude versus who again? Christian. Yeah, I'm going to take Rick Rude in the Rude Awakening in this one. Okay. All right, uh, John, Rick Rude versus Christian, a uh, ladder match for a Money in the Bank briefcase. John's going with Christian. And, well, J and J.D. will respond to that by saying one word. Who is it again? Christian and Rick, Christian and Rick Rude, right? Right, yeah, in a, in a ladder match for a Money in the Bank briefcase. Who do you pick, Christian? He picked Christian. So, what's the one word? I'm not going to say uh, anything on this one. I mean, that's a good pick, though. I would have said traitor, but I'm not going to say traitor in this one. But you just did. <laughs> 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 uh -huh. Okay. All right, JD, your next matchup here. Let me let me look at this one very carefully. Very, very carefully here. We are going to go with. Ooh, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. A very good one here indeed. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere match, JD. This will be a ladies match, by the way. Lita versus your girl, Becky Lynch. Ooh. 
Ooh, it is tough as hell, and so is Becky. I'm going to say Becky in a close one. Okay. All right. Uh, John Lita versus uh, I about to say, I about to say Becky Cross. I mean Becky Lynch. <laughs> Uh, in a false count anywhere. And John says Lita. And I got to say Lita as well. Uh, let's see here. John, your uh, your matchup here is... Oh, I got it. Uh, John, be thinking, be thinking about what type of match you want to do, do you, want, you want to make for this one. Triple H versus Lars Sullivan. And we might have to wait just a few minutes. I think John may have stepped away. I'm not sure. Uh, what did he do here? He's actually looking at it, uh, looking looking at talk to you, but he doesn't have his audio on. So he might have to wait just a few minutes. We'll tell John what his ma- well, let's see. We'll, we'll come back to John. We'll t- we'll come back to John here in just a few minutes. I think he might have stepped away for a moment, but I think we'll come back to him. Meantime, I'll go ahead and do one right here. Uh, let me see. Ooh, I got it. Okay. This one's going to be, uh, we'll just say a no DQ match here. It'll be Tatanka versus the Great Muda. JD, your thoughts here. Tatanka versus Muda. I'm going to say it's going to be Tatanka versus Muda. You know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say, however, uh, it will be, however, um, Muda. Okay. Yeah, I gotta. I mean, I, I hate to go against Tatanka. He is a Carolina. He is a Carolina boy, born and bred. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, not a lot of people know that. But he, but he is. He was. Um, uh, I remember Bobby Heaney kept screwing up where. Uh, where where Tatanka was from, um, what Indi- what what Native American tribe he was from? That re- remember WrestleMania eight when Tatanka wrestled Rick Martel, and Bobby Heenan kept screwing up where he where 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 he uh, um, where to what 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 tribe Tatanka came from. So, all right, John, let's go back to your match right here. Your match was what did I say? Uh, Oh yes, Triple H versus Triple H versus Lars Sullivan John, is what your match was. But what type of match would it be? Okay, John. Okay, uh, John says this is going to be a regular singles match, and he's going to take a shot in the dark here. He's going to say a large Sullivan is going to upset Triple H. Uh, JD, uh, singles matchup between Lars Sullivan and Triple H. Who will win? Uh, 
Uh, I'd say Sullivan. It sucks, but I hate to say it though. Sure. Uh, I gotta say Lars as well. Um, and John, and uh, John, my match was um, uh, what did I say? No DQ match between Tatanka and the Great Muda. Uh, who um, who who do you pick in this match? John's going with Tatanka. Uh, oh, I got it right. I, I think I know if I did this one yet yeah, off of the shakeup or not, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one here. JD, think about whatever type of match you want to use. As I give you the match, will be will be a one-on-one match. It'd be Ric Flair versus Adam Cole, baby. What's the one again? Sorry. Ric Flair versus Adam Cole, baby. This will be, however, a uh, great fight. Okay. We win it. Meanwhile, I'm taking, I'm taking Flair. I'm taking Flair on this one. Okay. Uh, John's going with Adam Cole, baby. And I got to say, right. woo! John, uh, now we'll come back to you here, and your matchup will be John. Your match will be The Rock versus Big John Stud. What type of match will this be? John says it's going to be a no holds barred match. Who will win, JD? I mean, John. Who's this? Between, who's this? Between, who's this? Well, this is John's match. I'm sorry. I meant to say John. John said this is a no holds barred match uh, between The Rock and Big John Stud. And John says The Rock hits the people's elbow on Stud. Wham, bam, done. All right, JD. No holds barred. The Rock versus Big John Stud. I would say Big John Stud here, surprisingly. Okay. I gotta also, I gotta also say Big John as well. I think Big, I think if Big John couldn't slam Andre at the first WrestleMania, he's gonna have his chance to do it here with the Rock. So I'm just gonna say Big John. Big John, remember that Jimmy Dean song? Big Bad John. Big John, that was a good song. I love that song. Uh, my next matchup here will be. All right, Jay. All right, here we go, guys. This is gonna be this regular one-on-one matchup. It'll be Jeff Jarrett versus Cowboy Bob Orton. Now, I'm going to say Cowboy Bob is going to pull the win off here. JD, Jeff Jarrett versus Cowboy Bob. Uh, I'm going to say Jeff Jarrett in this one. John, uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Cowboy Bob. Singles match. John's going to say Jeff Jarrett as well. And like I said, I'm just going to go with Cowboy Bob in this. I know I'll probably hear it later. 
Uh, let me see here. Oh, here we go. I, I think JD might get a kick out of this one. JD, be thinking about what type of match you want to make for this contest. Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Shane Douglas. Dog collar match. Okay, JD, go ahead. Go for it. Piper. Oh, okay. John, a dog collar match between Roddy Roddy Piper and Shane Douglas. Bro, you fool. I am not a fool. Stop calling me a fool. John says Piper will will win in 20 to 25 minutes. And I got to say Piper as well. Uh, good matches all around here, guys. And believe and believe it or not here, um, uh, the commentators, of course, like I said, are talking up a storm up here, guys, uh, including, of course, uh, my two, Tony Schiavone and Jerry Lawler, uh, JD's uh, announced team. Gordon Sully and JR. Well, mean, well, mean Gene, but uh, yeah. Um, mean Gene's doing the interviews in the back, though. There you go. Uh, I don't think John ever got a ever got a an announcement. No, he, he didn't. Did. But uh, but he could he could share ours. He could share ours. So. Um, and Danny got believe it or not, Joey Styles and Jesse Ventura. Yep, and, that was a good and, team, Pam. And uh, Fonzie got. Um, you want to consider Vince McMahon an announcer again? I guess you could say him and Zabisco. So Zabisco did the announcing on Nitro for a while. Zabisco, Zabisco. His son's wrestling too. You know that, right? Yeah, I pretty he's doing pretty well actually. He's trying to learn the business, I think. Yeah. Right. right. I tell you what, seeing 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 the, the the children of a lot of these legends, you know, they're keeping the name going, which is good. Not a lot of them are doing that though. Surprisingly enough. Yep. Uh, shockingly enough. There you go. Uh, John, you're. Let's see. Let's see whose turn it was. That's right. It was, it's John's turn. It's John's turn. Okay. That's right. Uh, John, your matchup here will be a. Your John will. Your John. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Looper time, JD. Ugh. Yeah. John, yours will be a tag team match. It will be it will be the Brothers of Destruction, the Undertaker and Kane taking on uh let me think of a good one here. Let me think of a good one. Uh ooh, I got it. Andre the Giant and the Ultimate Warrior. Woohoo! Okay, so the Ultimate Warrior and uh, Andre the Giant versus who again? Brothers of Destruction, you said, right? Right, and this is this is, this is John's match right here. John is making it a tag team hell of a cell, and he's going with Taker and Kane. Obviously, we all knew that. Uh, JD Taker and Kane versus uh, Andre and Warrior. I'm gonna say Andre and Warrior. Okay. This is going to be a good toss-up here. Uh, I want to give the edge to Taker and Kane because, I mean, like I said, they've been, of course, obviously, I'll the war. The, of course, obviously, the Warrior was never in one. Neither was Andre. 
and Taker and Kane have been in almost all of them, of course, with several exceptions, of course, but still. Um, now, let's see. My turn here. We'll have time. We'll, after this one, we'll go around one more time after I do mine before we call it a night here. Uh, my next match will be... Um, Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's just say we'll just say a universal women's title match. There you go. Huh. Like the like 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 the sound of that sounds good, though. Universal women, one, yep. universal women's title match. Gail Kim versus Bailey. JD, your thoughts. And no hugs allowed here either. No what? Hugs. No hugs. All right, JD, who, what do you think? Universal Women's Title Match, Gail Kim and Bailey. I'm going to say surprisingly, however, Gail Kim. Okay. John, Universal Women's Title Match here, Gail Kim taking on Bailey. Give you an update right now. Milwaukee did defeat Boston 116-91. They are now going to the Eastern Conference Final. Is Milwaukee, and right now after two periods, San Jose is up. Excuse me, three to one on Colorado. Okay. It's all, the NHL here is them down here towards that chance for the big Stanley Cup. So. Well, tomorrow night, Game One, Boston and Carolina will get it on. Who are you pulling for? I'm seeing Carolina in six. I really do. I think it's going to be Carolina and possibly San Jose as the last two standing. I really do. At this point, it'll be, be good, whoever it is. Even if Carolina doesn't make it in, it's going to be good. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's and, and good. Boston should be a good series. I mean, like I said the Celtics already got knocked out tonight, so we'll see what happens. Eight o'clock, they will drop the puck tomorrow. Okay, all right. Thank you, JD. And John says he he is going with Gail Kim in this. And I got off to say Gail Kim as well. There you go. All right, JD. Well, one more for you, and John. One more for you, and then one more for me, and then we're gonna call it the night because sound. We're getting a little bit sleepy here. So, uh-huh. yeah, and that too. Uh, anyway, um, let me see here. Uh, okay, I don't think I've done. All right, JD. Uh, think about what type of match you want to do for Doctor Death, Steve Williams versus Scott Hall. Thinking here, let's do the, this one. Will be a street fight, I think. Okay. Who do you think? I'm gonna take the doc in this one. I'm gonna take Doctor Death in this one. Okay. John, uh, street fight. Doctor Death, Steve Williams versus Scott Hall. Well, I got a good closing theme tonight. You're gonna like. Okay. All right. We'll we'll let we'll uh, go ahead and have that prep, and we'll, we'll let you know whenever. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, I'll talk in just a minute. As soon as, as soon as I can. Just there you go. Okay. Uh, that'll be good, JD. I just have it standing by. We'll let you know whenever we're ready for it. Uh, John's going with Scott Hall, and I'm gonna say a draw because I don't think 
I don't I, I don't I don't think either, neither one will come out 100 percent I can tell you that right now. So, that's how brutal it will be. But a good match, JD, tonight. Thank you. John, your last match of the evening, we're gonna make it very interesting here. We're gonna make it a big fatal four-way here. We are going to put let me see. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this is good. This is very good. I like this. We're going to put. Actually, we're going to make it a. We're going to make it. And I'm, I know. I know you say this for the number five, like you do the number four, but I'm going to call it a fierce five way. Uh, and John, you can do whatever type of match you want to do it. It will be the five guys involved. Will be Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, Taz, Raven, and Bray Wyatt. John's going to make it an ECW Extreme Rules match. I think JD, for the ECW title, I think JD's got a big smile on his face right now. Uh, and John, who do you pick to win this? Who's this one? Uh, I'll tell you in just a second. Let me, let me get John's answer to this, and then I'll tell you. John says that these five men are going to go at it for at least 40 to 45 minutes. But in the end, he leaves the winner. And the new ECW champion is going to be Drew McIntyre. JD, let me set the stage here for you. It is a fierce five-way ECW Extreme Rules match for the ECW title, and the ones involved are as follows: Drew McIntyre, John Morrison, Taz, Raven, and Bray Wyatt. McIntyre. And I got to go with that, too. McIntyre comes up with the ECW title. John, excellent match tonight, my man. Excellent match. And my final matchup will be, I'm going to end it with the ladies tonight. How about it? Big main event here. We'll do the ladies. We'll have the ladies in the main event. How's that sound? Sounds good. Uh, we're going to do uh, – oh, I got it. I got it. I'll tell you what the match is, and then I'll tell you that there'll be. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, there's going to be something on the line here, and I'll tell you what it is in just a minute. But you're going to love this. The match, like I said, it's going to be a ladies' match. It is Medusa versus Rowdy Ronda Rousey. The winner gets Medusa's monster truck. <laughs> and I got to go with Medusa. J.D. Medusa versus Ronda Rousey, and the winner gets Medusa's monster truck. Medusa. John, Medusa versus Ronda Rousey, with the winner to get Medusa's monster truck. John says in a surprise upset, Medusa holds on to the monster truck. So, guys, there you have it there tonight. We, I thank you very much. Uh, J.D. and John, is there anything else y'all wish to add before we close up the shop here tonight on episode 666? Uh, no, but get ready for what should be a wild final four in hockey, and the NBA playoffs are starting to heat up more and more. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. And John said he has nothing more to add, and he will talk to us tomorrow night. So, John, we thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. 
on that note here, folks, we thank you for listening to episode 666 of Revolution here tonight. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared Geralimo, and the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, from, of course, from, from Talk Shoe Central here. Also, John, of course, joined us in the live video feed from the video call tonight, as well as our good friend, Captain Dave Spieler. And, J.D., of course, one more time for a plug for Captain Dave. What are we saying now? One more time, a plug for Captain Dave. Yes, the Heaven Wrestling Federation, and definitely check out However Mind You, However. Also, like I said, definitely check out the Captain Chorus podcast as well. Thank you very much, J.D. On that note here, folks, we thank you very much for listening here tonight. Be sure to join us tomorrow night for NWO Wolfpack episode 202. Of course, our live video feed will be from NWO US Forever for Life. Just remember news and views, history and birthdays, and also some other fun stuff will be taking place. And, of course, more big-time discussions here about everything going on in the world of wrestling and also sports as well. As J.D. says, of course, we're going to get heat up here. The series starts up between the Boston Bruins and my beloved Carolina Hurricanes. We'll see who pulls off here. May the best team win in this situation. Yes. So be sure to join us tomorrow night for 202 of Wolfpack. Revolution episode 666 is a broadcast of the WSWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> For the Iceman and the Human Suplex Machine, as well as Captain Dave Spieler, this is Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much. And we'll, of course, and we will, of course, talk at you here tomorrow night here on the second installment of the Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. Ladies and gentlemen, for all for your source for everything pro wrestling, sports, movies, music, pop culture, you name it. Of course, like I said, regardless if we're on Facebook or on TalkShoe, remember this is the WCW US Radio Network. And we have a terrific evening. And of course, to close us out, ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman Jerry Geralimo with our closing theme for tonight.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.